0: Cunt... Fatal.
1: Hello, dearies! I'm Mrs. Twice-Peached, and I'm just new to the internet! My grandchildren have me here! Oh, what do I do with all these buttons? Hi, I'm Marco! Welcome to this week's episode of Episode 2 of Season 2 of Cunt Fatal. Yes, I am still a cartomancer. And yes, if I had more money, I would probably spend it online.
2: Uh, hi, my name is Mafalde, and it's too much pressure to go second. So, uh, I have no jokes.
0: <laughs> uh, hi guys. Welcome. My name is Van and I also have no joke today cause 2021 is delivering so many jokes already.
2: What is happening?
0: I, I don't know. It's just, just it's a never ending saga of of things, of world things happening.
1: Do Do you actually think that the world would reset on January 1st? Because I, I certainly did not have no, that not expectation.
2: At all. But I didn't no. expect it to be like, hey, 2020 started with the threat. Because remember when 2020 started with the threat they be potential World War three. Yes. And now 2021 is like, <laughs> funny. Uh, and it started with essentially an insurrection to the sort of the most, uh, I would say, talked about country in the world at the very least, because I don't think there's a lot of other positive qualifiers you could put to the United States right now.
0: No, it's a, that, that's the sad thing, because America has been seen as the... <clears throat> democracy to follow, the country that's that helped end World War II and then having this happen to them and the consequences of it's just it's tiring, you know. It's like you're you're still getting up from from COVID and from from all of that and then no no no. So sorry fellas this i don't know how how the tone of this episode will be but it's it's a rough time mentally I'm, it's a rough time
1: i'm gonna start with something that we should you know go from the 90s and remember what, when we were scared about what what went on the internet would stay on the internet i mean if you are going to stage a coup on your nationals uh capital building maybe you shouldn't stream it live to social media. I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm just th- thinking I read that it-
2: a, <laughs> I read a tweet that that said something akin to that. It was, so let me get this straight. So vaccines have chips with that Bill Gates put into them uh, with the 5G, but you all stormed into the Capitol building with your location on?
0: like
2: (laughs) what are you scared of like it was like oh yeah like that doesn't make
0: sense it does make sense
1: what were they wearing i mean what what the fuck was that i mean if i was gonna if i was gonna raid you know i'd be having you know my inspirations like phoenix from the x-men you know a a nice leather coat like frank jansen in that god awful movie but the coat was nice you know good hair Nice mask, probably not going to live on social media. These things are things that I don't think even the Simpsons could have predicted, and the Simpsons have predicted a lot of things. If anyone has uh, the streaming channel of Evil, uh, there is like a collection of episodes called Simpsons Predictions, which is stuff that they joked about they thought were never was going to (laughs) happen. And, and actually it, and ha- it, it actually happened, happened. yeah oh, so basically i think this this thing where these people went there and and then they were like um i had this thing at at work where someone told me like oh did you see the video with where that woman was shot trying to break in yeah. and i said yeah now think if they were all people of color <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not laughing at people of color. I'm 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 laughing at how appalled that I don't know how many people died, but not a lot. At
0: least at least five people.
1: Yeah, five people. So if we switch uh, ethnicities and this had been people of color being completely over the bullshit in the way that they're treated in their country, how many would would be dead? I'm I'm just, you know, just asking.
0: A lot more and and they they made that comparison with the black lives matter movement that happened earlier in the year and essentially i think that they wouldn't even be able to storm into the Capitol. this was a long time thing that was being prepared and it's it's appalling to me that the democratic um (laughs) The one call, someone called it the geriatric democratic people mm-hmm. because uh, they they've been so you know they're kind of numb to m- most of the the um, the actions and the plots that that happen. They knew that this was coming. this was being for foretold and and planned out in social media. This was not new there, there were actually people. Who have been commenting on and making podcasts on uh, Trump's um, presidency that said, "Hey, back in to- two thousand sixteen, hey, this is not going to end well. Prepare for a bloody um, prepare for a bloody uh, uh, removal or exit from Trump of the of the office so my my mind kind of goes. Yeah, this was this was planned. This was not something that came out of the blue. So why so why are you still acting like this was unexpected? This was not unexpected. This and the same goes for Portugal. We have after that coup that happened in, in, in America, you had the 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 head figure of the extreme nationalist the, the extreme right, if you will, uh, representative stating on the on twitter oh wouldn't it be nice for this to happen here as well in the in the in the in the you know the the where people where politics convey and no which which them.
1: asshole i mean
0: first
2: i, don't I mean wanna, i don't want to i'm to name names oh so you like. know you let's just name, name. let's let's just call them by their names so that's clown man
1: okay
0: <laughs>
2: yeah clown man
1: Clown man. Name. so basically but the thing is i mean i've watched all of the seasons of the good wife and the good fight the nsa what the hell were you doing what were... the hell were you doing uh, because... like, There's...
2: let me tell you let me tell you what they were doing they were doing the thing that i got i can't remember which airport this was but it was some american airport um, and I got through security just fine, but uh, just behind me was seemingly a Muslim family. What do you think happened?
0: Oh, by the man. way, they had like
2: yeah. like no, like, uh, I, like I like can't remember if it was Disney or some other cartoon. Just normal kids with their mom and dad. What do you think happened?
1: They got detained.
2: Of course, they got fucking stopped because you know. Like, little, little did they know what I could potentially do to the country, but because I look white as fuck, like, they're like they're not going to stop me, necessarily. But a totally normal yeah. family with their fucking toothbrushes in hand, like, traveling, yeah. they're like, oh, fucking yeah. terrorists. And, and going back to what you said about people being shocked about that video of the lady, I accidentally saw that video.
0: I did, too. Um,
1: yeah, I did it, too. Because, yeah.
2: uh, like, I didn't mean to, like, I don't really make a habit of watching videos of people die. Um, But it was linked in such a way that it said, uh, like, it was, it was titled as a different angle of the breach, something like that. It was vague and I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this. And then you just basically see her fall down. Uh, But to anyone who was like, did you see how they shot that lady? Yes, I saw how they shot the, the, the invading trespassing civilian who had been told multiple times to stay back. And an officer drew a gun. And then she decided to go in after that. And apparently she's been in the military. So even if her uh, if 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 she doesn't know what's about to happen beyond that point. I mean, I fear for the American military and their actual prowess because
0: And what that's
2: because that doesn't seem like effective training to me.
0: Yeah. And something that troubled me, looking, looking at the information that got out. uh, uh, First, I want to go to a funny point. There were some women on Bumble and on on Tinder, uh, luring in men that had stormed the Capitol and they were, they were luring them into sharing their stories and their videos of the inv- how they invaded the capital and then, then they were sharing it with the FBI, so thank you, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, I find it unsettling as well that some of the people that stormed the capital were old veterans from the military. Those people had military training as well. They, had, they were organized in cl- clusters. And that woman that got shot, uh, I can't recall her name, but I can remember what, what they found out, that up until 2018, she was an Obama supporter. But then she got into the QAnon movement. And since the QAnon movement mixes you know, fact, reality with fiction and lies and conspiracy theories. She got so into it that she became truly entangled in the web of lies of QAnon, that she believed that storming the Capitol was the right thing to do. Alongside with her, there were a lot of veterans as well, and a lot but of not,
2: you know, like, but it's not surprising necessarily, right?
0: No, it's not surprising at all. But I I, I just find it enlightening, I think, understanding that, that there are people who used to support Obama and that they got caught well, up true, in yeah. those lies. Hmm?
2: No, no, that is what? like that is true. And it does, it is, it is surprising that someone who supported a, pre- a president that's so diametrically opposed to this one. Would go on to uh, to doing this. I I went on a deep rabbit hole about QAnon yesterday because I was like, why, just why? Because mm-hmm. I know the general premise of it. And for those of you listening that never bothered to read on it, basically QAnon believers believe that there's this secret cabal of. Let me see if I can get everything uh democrats who are also satanists and then rich jewish families who are also cannibals who have a pedophilia ring and uh the and donald trump is trying to stop this from happening and then they extract this thing called adrenochrome from the blood of children
1: no i'm gonna stop you right there (laughs) and i'm gonna tell you that this is why they need national health care because for someone to actually believe. Right? I mean, I read cards for a living, people. (laughs) And I don't buy any of this. I mean, I can't. It's just, the thing, the exact same thing is actually happening in Portugal. The other day, an acquaintance of mine was telling me that uh, they are going to vote for clown man Mm -hmm. because they don't like the two women who are running for president and they want them to have as less votes as they can to humiliate them
0: who? oh that person has some money issues
1: that and i was like um i and i did uh, i did an eaching uh, prediction if you follow me on social media at least this show has to count for something moira.readings uh look for me I don't think we're in trouble of having Clown Man as our president. I do think he's getting, gaining a lot of terrain for um, the uh, government elections that are going to happen yeah. later on. And I did tell her, and I said, you know, this is really working my mind. But if I do see you publicly supporting this person, I am going to block you on every social media. And I'm going to cut ties with you.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and
1: and and i said because i can't you know um i'm next in line if if clown man comes into power you know i'm probably one of the first to go because he 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 has some other um ethnicities that he wants to take care of but me as a queer man you know i'm pretty much screwed and not in a good way so it's
2: like you good because like you good goddamn know that all the people that are currently right now being quietly PC. They're just waiting. They're just yeah, waiting for that moment where they're like, fuck the queers. You know, yeah. like it's yeah. that's what's that's what's truly horrifying to me and the the only reason why why people um, believe in fucking <laughs> like oh my God, they're extracting the adrenochrome from the cannibals and the The only reason why people believe in that is that they I think they want to believe in something that validates their assumptions about certain groups of people. Basically, yeah. anyone that doesn't agree with them, anyone that doesn't fit the like 1950s uh, family norm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: is what they wa- like. They want to revert back to that as quickly as possible.
0: Yeah, and uh, I I remember during these days where a lot of information uh, was shared online. And that's one of uh, one of the other things is that we are seeing people getting shot and killed on on television and on social media, and we're experiencing trauma by proxy, and that's that's just odd. And or getting but,
1: off on it because people bl- and, there's a lot of people who like watching those things. Yeah, sure. mean.
0: sadly enough, but. I saw I saw something in regards to it. It goes in the flow with with people that believe in QAnon and believe on in the far right movements that continue to feed propaganda and misinformation. I saw this image that explained the um, the vaccine application. That was a concept, you know. It's like you have this uh, this big cluster of things and then you have it's like an, uh, a computer ship it was it was that metaphor was used so that people could understand what a mRNA vaccine does in the body so they use the computer ship chip because it's you know people tend to relate to something that they already know and these Qanons they interpreted that image as something as factual that they were introducing small applications, small applications in the human body. So we go into this 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 narrow field of um, misinformation because of ignorance and because people no longer understand the concept of a of a metaphor or information is taken out of context and 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 it's painted in a way that makes it you know somehow believable that there is this uh this conspiracy to make us less human all in the while you know it, it kind of makes me sad as well that that this is how Internet and social media and the, the ways and the means for people to get together uh, during the pandemic, you know, it kind of it kind of unsettles me that we have to struggle and we have to uh, we have to do a lot more work to tell the truth uh, than to uh, understand a lie, you know, and I'm concerned that even with the example of, of Trump and America, in our own scale, we're experiencing also the symptoms of normalization within our media of a movement that is linked and is financed by far-right uh, from Europe and has ties with Uh, the Italian far-right movement as well. And the French one as well. And the French one, yes. And I know this is kind of a gloomy thing, but we need to be aware and be made aware that whatever falsehood and whatever um, ideology of hate that comes out from the mouths of men do need to be met with the utmost intolerance, because we cannot afford, as a society, to let uh, a movement as the far right to 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 prevail. We have so much. We have so much uh, war and disgrace happening in, around the world that. When they meet, they will have no common ground other than conflict. And I think we're kind of uh, taking it for granted, the, the life that we have. And we don't necessarily need to feel bad that we don't do anything because we're in the middle of a pandemic. And the best thing that we can do is just, you know, mind our own business. And, and-,
1: and people are not even doing that. But before yeah. before you, you go on, because you're making some really good points here, is mm-hmm. that people are worried about a vaccine that is going to inoculate them with nanotechnology, that is going to be, have them be known where they are and track them. And these are the same people that are on Facebook, mm-hmm. Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, and they all have smartphones they all use stuff like Waze or google maps to also
2: they all might have uh, apple watches fitbit yes and Samsung exactly watches. so
1: so the fact is oh uh, i don't want to be tracked but i already use a lot of things that
0: are tracking, tracking
1: me i mean yeah. the 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 thing is we um we are not all some of us are aware that um that our freedom and our privacy is being invaded. And uh, even, you know, even if we wanted to keep con on social media, just on Instagram, because we really aren't huge fans on Facebook, guess what, we can't. We have to have a Facebook page and, and, and they make us, and at least we're doing it in a more or less conscientious way. But I think people just spew data, I refuse. I mean, this week, I've heard women attacking the female uh, candidates about the whole red lipstick conundrum because, again, clown man, you know, clown man is having like a lot of air times uh, these days. And I feel
2: uh, like let, let me just like before you go on a second context for everyone listening who is in Portuguese, the presidential elections are coming. And essentially, I, I'm not going to explain to you what our fucking political structure is. But we have something like the Senate, and, and they decide uh, the laws and everything that comes into fruition, and then there is indeed a president, but he's kind of like, sort of, we, we say that he is a carta fita, so he's someone to go to inaugurations and shake hands with diplomats, but he really doesn't, isn't in control of anything. He can veto stuff, but generally speaking, uh, it is... It he, can
1: is al- he can also disassemble parliament.
2: No exactly okay. but like generally speaking even if they disagree ideologically with who is the majority party a good uh, president will not do that over here he will not go completely against something that has been voted by the majority of the elected um, politicians so but we are but we are electing this person there are international representative. Um, if you have heard about Marcel Gibelzo's at one point, you might have heard about him because Trump tried to pull that power move of really doing a handshake of doom <laughs> and Marcelo was not having any of that bullshit because he's seen a lot of Trumps in his very advanced age that, <laughs> at this point um, and are having elections and there's a spectrum of candidates. Uh, Marcelo is running again. and then there's a, a, there's the, the two, a lefty-leaning candidate. So the so the centrist uh, left party, let's say, uh, is a is a woman the candidate, and the far left quote unquote candidate is a woman
0: as well. And for the first time ever, Portugal actually has two women, yeah, uh, running. running for the presidency uh, role. And
1: so basically, clown man, our far right. Um, you know, power-hungry um, evil genius, you know. Some people have Darth Vader, we have this idiot. Uh, actually made, he makes a lot of deroga- uh, derogatory comments about um, celebrities and politicians and everyone on social media. This this should come as to no joke. But he insinuated that the fact that one of the candidates wears red lipstick, he basically um, kind of hinted that she was like, wearing it as a whore.
2: Well, no, like I think the quote that he said was kind of like, "Oh, she has no policy. She has no strategy. All she has is that image and even her image isn't good." That's that's what I took his his mm-hmm. quote to be. Mm-hmm. Regardless mm-hmm. of what he was saying, and I saw this on Facebook naturally. Someone rep- reply to someone who was like, I don't get someone explained to me this whole red lipstick thing. How is it an insult to all women? And then someone replied below with this little stupid MS paint graph saying, um, clown man um, says something about her policy not being solid. Uh, Marisa, who is the was a female candidate, calls him coward, liar, etc. My friends, your argument is flawed and here's why. The whole time that they were debating, they both insulted each other. This much mm-hmm. is true. And mm-hmm. personally, I I I totally understand why you would lose your cool next to clown man because he is it is preposterous that he has a place in politics of any country. Um even if I'm just judging bases solely uh even if I'm just judging base based solely off of his competence to do so, which is none. Uh, He was a football commenter and a bad one at that. But they both traded insults, right? The thing is, at no point did Marisa turn to him and say, well, all you have is your little suits or you say that because you have your shitty little haircut. She never picked up on something that was strictly about his physical image or presentation to invalidate his argument. He, yeah. She said you're a liar, you're like you're a coward, here's why, but he had to pick up on something physical to to comment he on did... her. And he had to specifically comment on something that is a female only signifier. That is something that is associated with feminist, which mm-hmm. is wearing makeup.
0: Yeah, and and he did that in a context where he was pick picking um physical characteristics from all the candidates. So he said, so essentially sent out this paragraph that um, picked out... Saying like,
2: I won the debate, lol, lol.
0: Yeah. And and, and that it picked out each and every candidate. Whatever happened, however, what happened was that it backfired. Women on social media here in Portugal started, said, stood up and said, hey, no, no, not on my watch. I'm using a red lipstick against fascism, against you. And it took off. So there's this movement here going around of women using red lipstick and saying, even even the other uh, woman, the yes. Gomes, the other candidate, she, she showed solidarity and was <laughs> quite masterfully applying uh, lipstick while uh, in a moving car showing solidarity towards Marisa. And I believe that this dude, this far right dude, he, he has a hunger for power and he even impersonates uh, physical traits and ticks and mimics some of Trump's uh, hand gestures. So he's just a he's just a frail man that is being used to build a movement, uh that will benefit some people that were in the dark and
1: yeah but we all know when frail men come to power i mean they they can't even you know keep their dick in their pants much less Actually, run a country. So yeah, like,
2: like, like, remember, like a while ago when we saw—I totally forget which country this. This was about, but some sort of sex scandal of like this totally like anti-LGBT. The gay should be lynched, and then he was just found in a gay orgy, and I'm like, yep, every time, like, like every single time, yeah. It's you think it's ever going to
0: stop? But no, every time.
1: He was a hunk, (laughs) (laughs) Aryan
0: Exactly. Now and it's and the nerve of this dude of this of this far right uh head. Con man. Or, con man. Yeah, this con man. Yeah, I like yeah, that's that's that actually defines. Uh, he does, defines not, he does what,
2: not deserve a name, he only deserves a signifier of how adept he is.
0: So he's a yeah, con man. He's a con man. He, he he has the the default charisma of a narcissist and We all know that that thought
2: you were going to say doormat.
0: No, no, no. (laughs) He has he has that default uh, narcissistic behavior that we tend to uh, not we as in the general public, but people are used to putting in high places because they they uh, kind of associate that with uh, power and wrongfully, because the best power is the one that it is the most discreet. And I, I really don't want this to, this is a personal wish, I, I guess. I, I really didn't want this to be, I was more hopeful that we would have learned from what was happening in the USA, but uh, I guess we're not. And just to pick up on what I was saying back in back in a, a little while, um, there are a, if you if you want to go a bit outside of the social media realms and if you browse a bit around the geopolitical and the insurrectionists that movements that are going around, we can see that there are a lot of movements that are trying to to obtain and and um, gain terrain, even in, in Africa. and. It would be very misfortunate and and very unsettling if we had a confrontation between all of these negative movements. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. I don't know respectful towards the the results of all the the wars that we already had and all the things that we already obtained as a society, no matter how flawed we are, and. I hope that today and the next weekend, uh, people cast their votes a little more, more consciously and that we are resilient and um, kind enough to engage in dialogue whenever possible. When, when, when someone says, oh no, I'm going to vote for them because they're saying something that is challenging the status quo. Maybe you don't want to challenge the status quo. Maybe you want to understand why something works as it it works and try to change it from within. Not being confrontational. Uh, Being confrontational sometimes is not the best way to go about.
1: I mean the problem with this is that a lot of people in portugal don't learn from the united states example because and i've heard this said by a lot of people of different ages my age or younger that's saying oh people don't like trump because he says things like it is and um oh the economy in the u.s is doing a lot better since he's he's in power and and a lot of people don't understand
0: no it's not
1: No, but the thing is that people don't understand that political, economical uh, developments don't happen overnight just because one becomes president or in our case becomes prime minister, which holds more power actually uh, than the president in Portugal. You can't become prime minister and if in like six months or one year the economy is doing better, you can't expect that it's solely due to that. There's like a a background of things that happened and... That that did it, and and um and, and also, I mean like, I'm not gonna times
2: like the whole argument is about oh the stock market is up or down that doesn't necessarily mean the economy as a whole is good
0: yeah <laughs> no it means it just means that some people up in the one percent are making more money yeah it doesn't mean that the ninety nine percent of the world is doing better we are. And,
1: we are also back on full, not, not full, but like a stricter lockdown. And I've seen this. Um, it's not a meme, but I've seen this thing spread out on social media of people outraged saying, oh, what kind of a lockdown is this? Because if someone they're going to say everything that's open, like, you know, pharmacies and supermarkets and the park and schools. And they're and they're like, oh, because if someone catches me outside, I'm going to say that I'm going to go to one of these places. And I think people are just idiots because they don't think that lockdown doesn't work because there's a lockdown lockdown works. If we stay in our homes, if we do our social distancing, if we limit our, the way that we move around Mm -hmm. and, and it's all up to us and and people think, and people think that, oh no, it's the laws of the lockdown. I mean, we have had, we've had, um, sorry just to yeah, finish yeah, yeah. we've had like looser um measures over christmas and they're blaming government and i'm not i'm not i'm not pro this government in the sense that i'm like that i voted for them or whatever but i i think i defy any party in portugal to do be doing better in the pandemic that this government is doing this is something no one has ever heard of but mm-hmm. what happened in the numbers of COVID that are a result of new years and christmas is not a consequence of political, of, uh, of, of government, it's a co- is a consequence of what people did and people don't held themselves accountable for what they do. And it's high time that we stop blaming uh, government or public officials if we don't do our job. I mean, my Christmas mm-hmm. was spent with three people, two that were in complete lockdown since March, so they were quote unquote safe. Uh, My mother, who uh, gets tested regularly and is safe, and basically just goes back and forth from work. And me, who has had like at least four or five COVID tests since uh, July until now. And this was the four of us. And New Year's, I spent it with a friend who, upon arriving to my home, did a COVID test. And she was like, okay, you know, uh, of course. There are odds the the strain couldn't be in a blood cell yada yada but it was one person mm-hmm. and 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 you can't compare this with people in their 20s and 30s who rented huge villas and did parties with dozens and dozens, dozens of people who of course if someone had COVID they're all going to be um, contaminated and I, and I'm actually sick and tired of of doing the the right thing it doesn't mean that I'm going to stop be doing the right thing. That's just moronic. But I'm really, really tired. I'm, I'm closed. Again, in home, uh, this is taking a huge toll on uh, at least my home's mental health. Uh, and, and people are not doing their thing. And now I get yeah, why I... Uh, I get why people don't close schools. I mm-hmm. get that government doesn't have the money to pay to parents to have to stay at home and take care of their children. I get it. You know, pragmatically, I get it. Um, but... I
0: have I have a, a, a thought on that, if I can share it with you. And sure. I do share the same the, sh- the same frustration that I've been doing the best that I can to comply with the measures of a lockdown, of being safe, of doing tests, of trying to go and meet my girlfriend that lives in an island. And it does take a mental toll. I, 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 I've shared with some people that this lockdown has made me think more than the previous ones. Firstly, I believe that, or having this context laid out, the having politicized this pandemic, all countries have politicized this pandemic, Ours is no exception. However, it's been over a year and this government has done something that I find it's disturbing, which is they have lacked the ability to create a, a, a law that applies only to health care and to, you know, uh, a sanitary law that could be used just for these type of examples because this this covid it's not going to be the it it might be the first pandemic to strike after the 21st century but it's not going to be the last one so this law needs to be created and the fact that they have used uh, a law the state of emergency law to essentially demand that businesses close in, in a, such a consistent way for over a year. It's to normalize a law that should be used only in exceptional times. And what's happening now, and that worries me because it became a tool of normalization, this the state of emergency, people no longer believe the measures applied within the state of emergency. So this state of emergency that in 1975 brought us the revolution that liberated Portugal from fascism, today is no longer, has no longer the same weight. People no longer believe in this state of emergency law. That's why people, some people tend to make parties and tend to overrule the, the, the confinement laws or the, the confinement um, requirements that you should not go out, you should um, minimize your physical contacts with other people, because this has been normalized. And what this does, and, and they, it has been normalized because it's convenient, dare I say, because this for the next six months, we have Portugal led at the presidency of the European Council. So there are a lot of events that have to, have, an, have to happen according to the politicians in person, where they could be just simply virtual. And there is no consistency in the way that these requirements are being applied. You cannot have a law used to stop the sale of books and the sale of textiles, of sale of baby clothes, the sale of towels within a big surface, a big commercial surface under the guise of emergency law. And that is worrisome for me because it became, they, they, simply, they simply irresponsibly gave out power to whomever comes after them to say, no, we will apply the state of emergency law to reduce your uh, your capacity to purchase, your capacity of choice. And that is worrisome to me. So I understand the frustration. I believe that we're being uh, too tolerant And two, understanding of the measures that the government has applied this year. And we're not focusing because I do, I do. I would totally understand if our Minister of Health at the moment would completely just say, no, just fuck off, Prime Minister. No, I'm tired of doing this. I'm doing the actual work and you're doing all of these things that completely undermine my work. No, I'm not going to do it again because I'm the face of that work. I'm the face of the people that go that are on on the fields with plenty of lines, in the hospitals and not, are are not being taken care of. So, I believe it's irresponsible, what they have done. I believe that, um, if on the first lockdown we we could we could uh, be understanding it was exceptional behavior and we would have to stick together. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't do it now. I just believe that with so many examples around the world that are conducting this pandemic in a more uh, concise, defined and organized manner, I believe they could do better. And they're not doing better because it's not convenient for them. the, con- the price of their convenience is a tool to far-right movements to degrade our, our rights. So, and I, I believe that this is not something that people tend to think about, but this is what happens when politicians politicize something that, it's, that it cannot be politicized and um we should be more aware of that and yeah that's my take on it i'm sorry if i became too inflamed
1: (laughs) no it's not about being inflamed but it's about reminding also people that either we as a whole do our part or it doesn't matter what they do yeah it doesn't matter what they apply it doesn't matter what and i do know that this is being normalized it's being normalized to the point that people don't care that we're in lockdown anymore yeah and, and and i get when what you say when you say that but if people don't do what the i mean not it's not a time for the bare minimum it it's a time just to do this and 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 we've been doing it and we've known the the numbers were were thrown. We've had the we've had the information, we knew this was going to get worse in winter, we knew that this was going to get even worse in January. So for people to be um, surprised that this is happening, just shows that they're living in this, I don't know, it's kind of a la la land, because we knew this was going to happen and and, uh, and and people now are stretching out um all the means that uh our healthcare has and, and it's kind of getting dangerous because it we have not i don't think we ha, we are yet at the part well i think we are yet at that part where when you call the national healthcare line um they're going to decide if you're going to get tested or not or if they're going to Tell you to stay in 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 prophylactic uh, isolation. So they're already deciding who should get or not medical attention. Uh, I've
0: heard I've heard of cases in which they say no, stay at home. We don't have any more beds.
1: Yeah, so. no, no. I've heard I've heard people saying like I've had contact with someone who was uh, infected. Uh, we weren't wearing masks uh, blah, blah blah and and oh and they said, well, wait for the uh for your uh delegate of health to get in touch with you so you can and it never happened yeah they never got they never got tested Mafalda, so
0: do you, do you wanna chip in sure, it's time for a thing on the internet thank God, <laughs> thank you.
2: Did that work yeah, <laughs> um I mean, it's going to have some levity-ish. So, uh, you've all have heard about Twitch, uh, because I've mentioned it a couple of times. It's a gaming streaming service, but now it's, it's rather than just gaming. One of the biggest categories consistently is it's just chatting. Uh, it, that's literally the name, just chatting, um, because it's just people talking to their chats about things, political commenters, people doing podcasts, all sorts of things, even like doing little interactive game shows. So um, one of the most popular emotes on Twitch and one of the features of Twitch is that you have these emotes. So like we have emojis on our phones, they have these emotes with like specific codes. Mm-hmm. So for instance, there's one called Craygasm, which is just a face of someone going, oh, like, like really <laughs> doing that like extreme like "oh" <laughs> face. Um, so that's a really uh, popular one. You have one called Lul, so L U L, and it's the face of, uh, of Total Biscuit, which is a, a, a Total Biscuit has now passed, unfortunately. Uh, he, had, he died a few years ago with um, cancer, uh, but he became immortalized uh, as an emote for someone who is laughing very, very um, profusely. And one of the most used emotes was, was called PogChamp. So PogChamp is uh, is used usually as a form to express like hype, to express like intense, like, I'm so excited about this PogChamp, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. However, PogChamp was removed um, after, uh, like, I think it was removed on the first week of January as a particular face that it, has and I'll, I can put um, an, an article about uh, why it was removed. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but essentially, this is it. So the guy behind the face, this fucker called Gutex, literally after the storming of the Capitol was like, he literally made a series of tweets, basically condoning the actions for one. And then they started covering more and more shit, and he's another one of these like extreme fucking MAGA hats (laughs) (laughs) that uh, just just hold some very intense wrong opinions about things, Hmm. Um, uh, I think specifically I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to get the original tweet, but it was it was basically an incitement for more violence, so they removed PogChamp entirely um interestingly another streamer who is a very old school streamer uh called day nine sean plot he posts a lot of stuff nowadays uh, aside from his own stream he suggested hey why don't you create a database of uh, streamers and general faces and whenever someone types it they would get a random face and twitch literally did just that so within hours of that being tweeted They substitute because obviously some people were like, we don't give a shit like we didn't even know who the face was. Why are you removing this? Not really understanding that this is a a very unique event in American history. And Mm -hmm. anyone calling for more violence like does not deserve to be represented as part of a, a positive thing in an online space. Uh, but, you know, Twitch said fuck that. And they just now put in this uh, database of people. One of the recent PogChamps was actually a drag queen who streams. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'll leave a link for you to see, like, because I think someone made uh, a site of like, what's the daily PogChamp. But I just I just wanted you to understand how even a little Twitch emote can be affected by the capital incident. So. Yeah.
0: And techno capitalism. <clears throat> wow. I didn't even know that that face was was a thing, but I, I do get why it's so funny because that.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because it, it's it, like it's it's the face, like especially especially the original face. I think it's a still frame from a video uh-huh. where he's reacting to something like falling down or happening. So it's a miss of <laughs> like so it's a mix of like excitement and laughing and nervousness and, and uh-huh. I. And it's like a mixture of emotions, uh, uh-huh. but yeah, it's it's very, it's very, it's very interesting.
0: It's very funny. It it could be yeah. It, it, oh, so now we can search for for a certain person, and, uh, and so
2: you will get a random person daily. So Twitch has been tweeting, uh, like this is what the next uh, Pog Champ is today, essentially. Okay. Like currently, it is a female streamer called L- little siha i have no idea who she is but uh, <laughs> okay yeah uh, she has a uh, i'll 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 link it in our in our chat so you guys can yeah. see but it's basically like this girl with green hair doing a similar pog champ face oh man uh, but yeah they're the, like they've been getting one one new person per day
0: i like that
1: yeah i, I thought you were going to say we should move to twitch <laughs>
2: we could we could move to move to twitch yeah but like that would involve uh, knowledge <laughs> K-knowledge. K-knowledge.
0: knowledge
1: knowledge
2: <laughs> knowledge that we do not possess yet um <laughs> but we will <laughs> one, day, one day one
1: day one day um i'm gonna say because just you know uh, our random thing of of culture so we can because we had a very intense talk today yeah i saw episodes one and two of wandavision and it is amazing i mean i wanted uh, to
2: talk about that as well i'm so glad that you brought that up
1: oh did you watch it
2: i certainly fucking did and my my first impression of it like i turned to my husband and i said they look like they had the grandest of times filming this. Yeah. Like filming this looked like it was amazingly fun. I want to specially fucking commend. Her, her, like what's the name of the actress that that, that plays Mona Elizabeth Olsen? Elizabeth Olsen, yeah. Okay. Elizabeth Olsen's had she has an incredible ability to pick off even the smallest nuances cuz her posture, the way that she held her hands at certain points transported me exactly to watching bewitched when i was i
1: know because my partner was watching it with me on on friday and he said wait is this an old show because i've never seen it and i'm like no this is not an old show and he's like oh because <laughs> he he bought it for a while it
2: looks the part
1: because it looks Amazing! And uh, did you pick up on the thing on episode two where several characters yell out for the children? Mm-hmm. And and I was looking at that. I was like, why are they yelling that? And then something happens in the end of the episode. I was like, oh, that that's what they, that's what they're hinting at. And actually, it it, it mm, kind of mixes old campy comedic bewitched uh i love lucy kind of comedy with a very creepy undertone i mean you know whenever something of color is introduced Mm -hmm. during those episodes
2: like a lot of max headroom Yeah, if you've ever watched
1: that show so i really really enjoyed it it was for me it was actually very refreshing i was waiting for that Uh, show for over a year
2: Yeah, it it was very refreshing to me because it's a superhero show where it's not gritty introduction of this very particular sob story about our hero. And then you see their daily life and oh my God, the villain's introduced. No, it's like completely surreal. Someone smoked like some good weed before that show and was like, yeah, let's do like a I Love Lucy, bewitched, green acres, pastiche shit and then put superhero stuff on it and it's so
1: yeah, like they're every gonna, single
2: little detail yeah
1: it is is, is spot on i mean from the aspect ratio i mean yes even the aspect the ratio of the show everything. the costumes look her hair looks the way she dresses because mm-hmm. i'm a big Bewitched nerd if i didn't if i've never mentioned it you know <laughs> cuz <'cause> witches uh, <laughs> but the way she dresses on episode 1 is the way that Elizabeth Montgomery from Bewitched dresses and wears her hair for at least two or three seasons. And on episode two, her hair changes, and she's wearing pants, and they actually make a point. Also, did you notice the thing about the beds the, the, mm-hmm. the, that they did? That's actually um, a Bewitched shout out In because... An
2: episode, right? Yeah. So, like, no, no, really no.
1: Happens. Bewitched was the first show on television where husband and wife slept on the same bed, kissed on the lips and had very believable exchanges of affection. This was when um, Dick York was playing Darren because Dick Sargent, although I love him because he's sarcastic, um, mean Darren when he shows up because they have to switch the actors because Dick York got injured and he was addicted to painkillers and things and he couldn't he he couldn't do the things anymore. But the problem with Dick Sargent is that Dick Sargent uh, was gay. So uh, it, it wasn't, if you looked at the two Darrens, the, the, there is, it, it is not believable. So you get a second Darren who is more snarky and uh, a, a bit cunty uh that is different from first there yeah. and i love them all you know i i love the whole of you so i can't help i think that they're gonna use uh some tropes about i think um full house or something like that it's gonna be because now they're in color oh and th- this has been in the trailer people you know don't spoil me don't say that i'm a spoiler But I really enjoyed it. I actually like that they only released two episodes. So I have to pace myself and wait a whole week to to see uh, more episodes. And um, uh, what else? What else do I have to do? There's a lot of Drag Race going on. Uh, Drag Race UK is like 10 times better than season 13 of Drag Race.
2: I watched like the first episode of season 13 and I got incredibly bored but like like 10 minutes in it's like oh they're gonna do this six times cool and they did
1: and they did and and then they did um they kind of like split episodes two and episodes three like they did on the opening for season six when they split the girls um so i'm hoping it gets better of course i'm gonna watch it it's drag race but the uk queens are a lot more charismatic, so I'm, I'm doing that too. And I'm watching Disenchantment, which is by Matt Groening, which I really, really like. Well, so
2: I've been watching a lot of um Angina on, on Twitch because she streams a lot, and uh, she recently did I think a like a 12 hour or 24 hour stream because it was her birthday, uh, and it was very fun and wholesome and 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 cute, and uh. I mean, ever since she said there is traffic, <laughs> I mean, yes, is, she is perfection traffic. Le traffic. I can't because there's traffic. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so no nice. questions.
1: Thank you. Vandy, have a question.
0: I, I don't. I don't really. I have too many questions, but I don't have one for <laughs> about now about y-
1: everything. You don't have a cartomantic question. All right. Uh, then. I leave.
0: I leave this one to Maafolder today.
2: <laughs> All right. Okay. So a question would be: um, Let's make the question have a little bit of levity. Yes. Uh, do you think so? In the next, say, in the next big content push that Marvel is going to make. Are they going to invest more in experiences like WandaVision or is this a one-time thing?
1: Do you mean, oh, in streaming? In what in sense? like
2: streaming, movies, like, like big, like video media things, let's say. Are they going to invest more in things like this particular experience, which is more unique? Or are they going to go back to like, here's movie about hero. Here's oh, okay. About hero. Okay, I got
1: it. I got it. Is the hero um, uh, is the hero trope gonna be reinvented for media based on the concept of Wandavision, which is like a world within a world within a world?
2: Yeah, I was more like, are they gonna make their shows and movies more unique like this? Are are they gonna be more quirky? or is it gonna follow the same formula that they, that they called until now? And, and while you look for an answer to this question, I'll, I'll ask this because um, my, the most enjoyable TV that I've watched recently, bar none, like even The Queen's Gambit, which I really liked, yeah. was uh, The Mandalorian. I think The Mandalorian yeah. is and an incredible is- TV show. It's not a good Star Wars show. It's a good uh, modern Western. It is, it is, it is so good and I'm a fucking sucker, you know, you, 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 you get two guesses as to why, but I'm a fucking sucker for stories of like, um, uh, a loner that sort of starts to discover his feelings for something or starts to get attached to something like, I'm always a sucker for that shit. I mean... Peter Pascal's acting fucking sells it in this incredible way. But still, I think The Mandalorian is incredible TV. Like, like I'm I'm going to say it, it is g- like soprano level of good to, yeah. to me.
1: I'm going to say that, yes, they're going to be doing um, crazy things like WandaVision in the future. And they're going to stream it. They're going to realize that it was... Um, that it was successful so they're gonna go full full crazy on it um
2: <laughs> okay yeah that's really good to know because yeah. i i mean i am personally kind of like getting more and more uninvested in just the super like especially after you know the final avengers i don't feel a big impetus well, like to watch
1: you're gonna get uh, um movies. you're gonna get uh, she hulk and I think She-Hulk is going to be a different kind of superhero show,
0: because so.
1: because I think She-Hulk, if they're clever, they could pick up um, a lot of lawyer shows and put a superhero on it. Because She-Hulk, mm. because She-Hulk is a lawyer, she retains her mental faculties. Uh, she, it is impossible. To not know she is she hulk because if they're going to go with the mythos of she hulk she is always in that uh you know big ass green stage mm-hmm. so um she does not have like an, an alias Uh, So I think they could do something really, really wacky with She-Hulk. Kind of like the the new Ally McBeal. I would love to be... That would be funny. That that She-Hulk would be the new Ally McBeal kind of thing. Because if you've read some of the She-Hulk comics, uh, they're not like villain of the day. uh, And they're really, really well written. So I'm going to say yes. Um, we're going to have a lot of of, of superhero content i do think that wandavision is going to bring is going to be the if not wandavision then doctor strange 2 is going to bring mutants into uh, the marvel cinematic universe because before they couldn't and now they can Um, and so uh, i also would like to see something well done and cleverly done with the x-men which i know they would make a lot of money using the x-men on as movies but i think the x-men would work a lot better as a show as a show show. i know i know that it's like a very very expensive show but i think that you know um probably not like the original original x-men of the original five because those characters, for me, actually like, lack a lot of um, charisma, uh, except for Jean Grey, because I stand. I'm a sim for Jean Grey. I've always been a sim for Jean Grey, and I'm always going to be a sim for Jean Grey. But other than that, I mean, all the other ones are boring. Um, I just want
2: to. I just want to call out that. Uh, you use the phrasing uh, "simp" for Jean Grey. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, know. I know. I know. Because it is
0: because it is correct. I know.
1: I did it for you. You taught me how to use yeah. this expression.
0: Yeah, we listen to you. Yeah, we. we I, I. learn a lot of stuff from yeah. the Thing <laughs> for <Internet. laughs> Yeah. This is.
2: Oh, this is. Uh. This. This is show. Is for learning. For <laughs> Yeah. This show is. Oh, like.
0: and by the way, you might have listened or not that Inej wasn't with us today, but we send her hello and hi. She's. She's voting. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
2: and, and straight she, up after this show, I'm going to get dressed and vote myself. Yeah.
1: And that. she's taking down one fascist at a time, like we all yeah. do. Hmm. So take okay. us out, Miss Van.
0: Yeah. So until next episode, wear a mask, uh, physical distance, wash your hands. Uh, don't let fascists uh, ruin our democracy. Vote wisely. Be Thank kind. you for listening to Count conversations and easy banter suck my dick please like rate and follow our podcast in whichever platform you're currently listening on make sure to follow us at comfortel on instagram and comfortel pod on twitter where you can ask us questions and get the latest updates on our show